All right, top producers. So today we have uh, Mr. Rico Glover, our uh, social media superman. I've met Rico in person a couple years ago, and uh, I was shocked by the knowledge uh, Rico offers and the way he uh, uh, speaks. He's a great speaker as well, if you haven't heard Rico. So Rico, I'm going to give you the opportunity. Please introduce yourself. Okay, well, I appreciate that. And by the way, I love that shirt. I actually have the same one. <laughs> yes, I do. I do. So I love it. <laughs> Period. I love it. I love it. You know, I'm a big Bruce Lee fan. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Great, yeah. Well, kind of give a little background on myself. I've actually been in the car industry for about ooh, almost 18 years now. In and out. I actually started when I was about 20, 21 and got hooked into the industry. Um, the money got good to me. And then I, I left it for about Four year, about four years doing real estate. So I actually was a real estate uh, salesperson, a real estate salesperson, also a mortgage loan officer. But on each one of them, I was actually doing it completely through digital marketing. I actually did digital marketing to generate leads from my mortgage side and also leads from my real estate. And then when I decided to get back into the car business, I was actually at a real estate uh, training. And I looked around, and there was a room full of real estate agents just learning about Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and things of that nature. It was completely packed. It was in Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina. And I looked around, and I said, I know there's no one really teaching this in the automotive industry. So I said I could actually dominate it if I got back to it. And I started working at another dealership. I'm not going to say the name of the dealership, but it's a huge um, dealership. Um, they own several dealerships across the country and I actually got fired from that dealership because I started doing my own digital marketing and I never forget the uh, internet manager at the time for the local dealership and then the actual director, I guess, of internet for the whole organization who handled all of their hundred plus stores brought me into an office and said, I see your stuff is ranking right up there with our stuff that we're spending thousands of dollars to get promoted through SEO and search and web website designers. And I basically had to sell them back the website domain names that I had that were personally branding me to sell their vehicles. And I never forget sitting in that office and I told them, I said, so you mean to tell me because I'm branding myself to get leads and sales for people to come in and ask for me specifically to buy vehicles that are on your lot. You don't want me to do this. And the guy told me, no, we want all the branding to be for our dealership. And then he made the one question. Now, I didn't get fired that day, but, and when he made this statement, it was downhill after that. He said, what you can do is we'll give you access where you can actually manage our website and do our social media. And I looked at him, or well, he was on the phone. I said, so does that make me the internet manager? He said, no. I said, that's the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my life. And then the next statement that came out of his mouth was, well, he told the internet manager, well, we have a team in our headquarters that will actually manage your stuff. And I sat down, I thought about it, and I said, so I'm a local, I'm a salesperson, that the only way I make money is by selling vehicles on your lot. And I, I've proven that I can generate the leads, and you want to tell me that you're going to hire an outside company to actually do it. So after that, the relationship got a little, little tricky, and eventually uh, we parted ways, and I became ghetto retired, meaning AKA I got fired. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, from, and, from, 
And from that, what I did was I started diving more into digital marketing and actually spent about uh, spent about a year, about eight, eight nine months really diving into digital marketing, uh, Google Analytics, social media, traveling. I uh, went to Google headquarters, was trained there, uh, was trained by some, uh, Ryan Dice, one of the top digital marketer in the country, if not the world. And um, actually, I'm actually one of his trainers now. So that was my story. And actually, now I'm the chief digital officer for Brian Honda, which is the oldest Honda dealership in North Carolina. And we have, I can say this, we have some of the technology that folks like you, Velcro, that's why I tell some of the guys here, I said, you don't know how good you got it. I said, I know personal guys that would like to work here with the programs that our dealership is paying for to brand your own business inside of a business. I got one guy who just called me before the call who's actually on uh, one of our salesperson. And with a $15 Facebook ad campaign yesterday, he called me at 8.30 last night and was like, Rico, my phone is blowing up. He said they're inboxing me. One young lady called me and spoke to me for 10 minutes. And that's not a rookie. This guy's been in the car business for, I think, since 2000 or so. Last year, he was our number one volume salesperson, and he still gets excited about digital marketing. So I'm excited, as you can tell. I'm pumped up about the whole prospect. Yeah, well, thanks for sharing that. Uh, you know, it's funny that you say that because, uh, you know, I've been, uh, I've been teaching sales for a couple of years now, and everywhere I go to dealerships, you know, uh, I remember the first time I met you, you told me about, uh, uh, you know, Facebook and uh, target advertising, and it sounded mm -hmm. kind of like something from the about something in the future. Mm -hmm. I remember how excited I got, and now every time I go to a dealer, you know, I share that uh, information yeah. with you. Yeah. And they also get excited uh, now after two years. I think they're catching on. Um, yeah. As a salesperson, I had a similar experience as yours uh, at a dealership. Uh, you know, that's when uh, Instagram first came out. And uh, I was very, very uh, active on social media as a salesperson. I was branding myself all the time. Mm -hmm. I, I used to sell uh, hat tricks every day. So I had uh, hat trick hashtags and, uh, and uh, world-class customer service hashtag and stuff. So I, uh, we opened up a, a Maserati dealership where I used to awesome. uh, sell cars at. And I made a video uh, for the first Maseratis that hit the ground. And mm -hmm. I had maybe you know, thousands of views and uh, the social media director at the dealership at that time, <laughs> the GM that I'm not supposed to be getting all these views because she's, she's putting so much effort and you know, uh, salary to, to get the views and she's got seven views on her video and I got thousands yeah. of mine and mine are all yeah. organic, you know. Mm -hmm. So she told the GM to, to tell me to take my uh, YouTube channel down and everything. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm branding myself. I, exactly. You know what, what we're doing here? And they're like, you got to take it down. You're using the brand. Uh, you know, you're not using, you can't use that, uh, your own brand. And like, okay. And then I had all this, the whole plan for selling 50 cars a month. And one of the, one of the things that was part of my plan was to have my own website. Yeah. To, uh, attract my own people and I wanted to advertise the entire inventory without price and when people yeah. see they like to give me a call and mm -hmm. that was my only request 
they were like, we can't give you the inventory uh, on your website because, uh, you know, we own it. So I, then I found 43 websites where they had their inventory and they weren't even aware of because yeah. cars.com and cars.com would sell to cars guru. And mm -hmm. so I found 47 websites that they already had their inventory. And I said, you guys didn't approve this website, did you? Mm -hmm. You wouldn't let me, the person who, you know, yeah. <laughs> makes it, yeah. you know, and uh, that was, that was crazy. I think it's easier to convince GMs nowadays, but oh yeah, it was because of all these uh, social media companies that were getting in. Yes. Uh, Pay-per-click, uh, Google, yes. people that were uh, make, making crazy money off of dealers. And yes. They didn't even know what they were doing. They were still figuring things out. They exactly. Using couple of uh, dropping couple of cool words, and then they didn't even know what they were doing. You know. No. Guys like uh, like me and you were a little bit uh, ahead of them. You know, luckily or not, who knows why, but they tried to shut us down. So yes. I'm you continue. I'm glad that you continued on your way, and I continue in my way. Uh, and now you have a lot of success. So uh, could you tell us a little bit more about the, the process? Is that something that any dealership could implement right now after this uh, interview? Oh, oh, yes. I mean, the, the key thing is, and, and I actually um, finishing up a, a, a book called The uh, New Automotive Economy. It's going to be an ebook, And I was watching a video, and I'm going to post this on my LinkedIn a little bit later on today, and Gary Vaynerchuk, who's one of the top social media experts as well, Gainer. Gary V, like he goes by, and I, I had an opportunity to study. I started studying his stuff when I was actually in real estate, and then when I got back in the car business, he's written several great books. And um, now, from building a small family-owned uh, uh, wine company to uh, sixty million dollars, and now he has his own PR and marketing company that does the marketing for top-name brands. And on the video this morning. He mentioned how, uh, or the video I'm going to post, he mentioned how you've got still some companies, and he mentioned Jeep, which is crazy because he's mentioned a car company. He mentioned how Jeep paid these millions of dollars to do an ad for a Jeep going up the hill. But when most people actually are watching TV, first thing they do when commercials come on is grab this and start scanning on there for stuff because they're zoning out TV. Most of the TVs, by the way, most of the, any channels that I watch, any shows that I watch, I DVR it so I can go past the, um, the, the commercials. But he said digital marketing, the money that all these companies are spending, the millions of dollars, eventually when they start seeing their competition taking away their core business through less expense and more results, it's going to start trickling over. So we're in the perfect, perfect places. I call this the perfect storm right now, Velcro. The reason being is that the stats already state by 2017, by 2019, actually, digital marketing, especially in the automotive industry, will, will almost double. Uh, reason being is that nothing wrong with direct mail campaign, nothing wrong with radio, nothing wrong with TV. But just an example, I spent $15 yesterday to do a campaign for one of my salespersons. He got over 2,000 video views. He got phone calls. He got people that stopped what they were doing. When you can physically get someone, because there's only two things that people value the most. It doesn't matter who you are, what country you live in, what language you speak at. There's only two 
things that people value the most in their life, which are time and money. And people say money is not everything, which it's not, but it's right up there with air. But when you can get someone to stop what they're doing, <laughs> grab a phone, or send you a text or email, you have just created emotional engagement. So I tell any dealership that if you don't have, my crusade now is to actually teach uh, digital marketing, especially with the um, automotive industry, because we're behind the curve. It's the craziest thing. We're the number two most expensive item that anyone will ever pay for in their life. And we're using advertising and marketing that someone like a Girl Scout is doing more with social media than some dealerships. <laughs> you got Girl Scouts that have Instagram accounts and Facebook. Yeah. That are killing it. And the, then the thousands of dollars they're spending on the company. Yes. Social media. And I'm like, you guys do any ads? Yes. Yeah, we do. How much do you, what's your budget on ads? Oh, I don't know. We, 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 we paid 10 grand for these people for, for the whole month. It's the craziest. Hey everyone, Velko here. Just wanted to take a moment to tell you about my great e-learning platform, The Steps to the Sell. If you're looking to invest in some training, if you want to be in the top producers category and make a cool six figures easy, you have to sharpen your mind. And Velko Sales Training, Steps to the Sell, is the way for you to achieve your goals. We offer over 200 video lessons and more are being produced constantly. So when you're ready to start earning higher growth and when you're ready to start building massive book of business and massive value in yourself, take the steps to the sale for a test drive by clicking the link below, master your future today. I would also like to tell you I'm fully available for any questions or any assistance. Email me velco at velcosalestraining.com. They don't understand. I actually, my little stint when I was out of the business, I actually started a PR and marketing company, a digital agency. And I, like I said, I was trained at Google's New York headquarters and met some great folks there and no Google and, and no AdWords. But the craziest thing is most of the companies that are actually doing the Google search engine, the marketing, the digital marketing for most dealerships have no clue what they're doing. And the crazy thing about it is they can cover it up because, like you said, all you have to know is a couple of words, CPA, uh, CTA, uh, PPC, and you say that to someone that doesn't know anything about it anyway, and they will pay them thousands. I remember we, I had a meeting with a, a GM, my GM, and we were looking at a company, and I was like, we don't need them. And he was like, well, we're going to try them because a lot of people uh, have used them. And at the end of the campaign, I went back and I turned the, the, the pay, what we had paid for, and I said, look what they're doing. And it blew them away. But this is, I'm not going to say the name of the, the company, but they have a ton. And when I say a ton of dealerships, I'm talking about probably hundreds to thousands of dealerships that every day are spending money. Well, let me, let me change it. Wasting money. Because what you got to understand is the way those companies get paid is by um, agency fees, which is normally about 15%. So to break it down on an easy way, and, and this is something that you can uh, share with anybody you're talking to, most agencies don't care about results. Let me say that again. Most agencies don't care about results when it comes to digital marketing. Reason being is the first thing they ask you is not how many leads you want, not how many sales you want, not your growth, but they ask your budget. The reason why they ask your budget is because they charge you 
15% of your budget. So the more you budget, the more they can make. They will never, most of them, now 99%, you're always going to have one that's a maverick that understands this. But most of them don't care about that. They only want to know your budget because then they can calculate how much money they can make from you. And if you it's want, crazy. If you want greater results, you got to raise your budget. That's, well, I personally, this is the way I feel, and you can contest to this. You need more people like you and me that are in-house at the dealerships that understand how to read the numbers and how to execute. Even if you have to bring a team in that's an SEO expert, like a Google agency, you need someone like yourself or myself that is trained on digital marketing that can be accountable to those, that those people can be accountable to. But what happens is most dealerships will not spend the money to hire someone like a chief digital officer or digital marketing strategist that's in-house that can read the numbers. And it's the craziest thing because in the car business, the only thing we work with are numbers. We work with numbers all day long, but if you go to any internet manager, any BDC manager, most of them, not all of them, because I've met some great ones, but most of them don't know the numbers. And it's because they're not trained properly. Point blank that, they're not trained properly. Yeah, and there's a lot of money invested uh, in all these pay-per-clicks and every lead that calls is, is mm -hmm. and they don't look at it that way. No, you know, no. If somebody calls your dealership, it means they've already done the, the, the research. They want to buy a car from you. You need to treat it as a buyer. And they treat it as a, as a regular cold call, like somebody's calling to find out some information. No. no. <laughs> and that's the, the main, they still have this uh, 30, 40% closing ratio where they should be having a lot more. You know, yeah. In today's world. But you're absolutely right. And uh, that's uh, either the last thing they want to invest in. You know, dealers are very uh, unique in the way they make decisions for where the budget is going. Um, and a lot of times they take the money out of the salespeople with, with their pay plan and they invest it into something so stupid like this. Uh, it's sad. So uh, would you be able to share maybe a basic technique that uh, maybe a uh, yeah. internet manager is, is watching now maybe and listening? The first thing I would tell anyone to do is if you haven't done research on it and you, you need to really get more knowledge on Facebook Messenger. That's number one. When you really need to get, I'm going to say that again because I can't overemphasize that. Within the next 18 to 36 months, you're going to, I'm blessed that I actually am, I, I'm beta testing for Facebook. Um, part of their new messenger platform and I can't tell you how it works and some of the things because I actually signed a uh, non-disclosure agreement but the only thing I can tell anyone and this is from internet managers to salespeople you need to do research on messenger 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 they even now inside of um, where you do ads they even have now if you go and do power editor or regular marketing in Facebook They've got a little section where it says um, Messenger, where you can do specific ads for folks that are in your Messenger. So I will tell anyone to research that uh, Facebook Messenger, um, and then just start, just start. 
a lot of my guys, some of the older guys, when I first started here, they said I would never do Facebook advertising and all that stuff. And I, I know there's people that say, you know, 10x things, which is good. I'm not knocking that. But some people can't see themselves going from dollars to $100,000 a year. They just can't see it. Mentally, in their mind, they can't wrap it around. So what they will do is they won't do anything because they think they have to do all this extra stuff. So what I tell, oh, when I'm training, I tell people 10x is good. And there's only, there's a, a group of people that can 10x. I tell people to do 2x. And what I mean by 2x is just do one thing a day, every day for 30 days. Just do one thing. If it's that you're not comfortable with Facebook, just start a Facebook fan page. Do the fan page. First day, just, just start it. Second day, go in there and put a picture on it. Third day, go in there and put a profile picture on there and a timeline. Fourth day, go in there and send it out to somebody. Because what happens is, after 30 days, even if you just do a small amount every day, by the 30th day, you've gotten so used to going onto the Facebook fan page that now you would want to do more stuff to it. And what's going to happen is, after about the 15th or 20th day, if you do small steps and then start sending it to your friends, you're going to start seeing people comment on your stuff on your fan page and liking your fan page, and then you become addictive to it. But if you sit there and say, on January the 3rd, by January the 6th, I'm going to have a complete fan page with thousands of people on there, and they're going to be interacting, I'm going to sell cars from it. By January the 8th, you completely left the thing alone. But if you do one thing a day, for every day, for 30 days, you build up an immune system and it becomes addictive. By the 15th or the 16th day, you have to go onto your fan page to do something. But while you're doing that, also study, train. Look at people like it. Go to your fan page and look at what you're doing. Go to some of the top producers. Google it. If you're a Toyota dealership, all you have to do is on the search bar on Facebook is put Toyota salesperson, Toyota cars. And you can see other people that are doing the digital marketing that you can say, hey, look, I like the way he did that. Let me try that on my page. But it's about doing something, one thing every day for 30 days. As simple as that. 10X, there's a, people like you, and I'm not bragging myself, we can 10X. But there's some people that the only way they're going to succeed is by 2Xing, doing one thing every day till they get a success. Instead of doing nothing, right? Instead of doing nothing. Because their thing is, I can't be, because you know this, being when, when you sell cars, there were people at the dealerships that you worked at that saw your success, saw you selling a ton of cars, but in their mind, I can't do that. That's Velcro. I can't do everything he's doing. So instead of trying what you did, same location, same vehicles, same hours, same pay plan, but in their mind, they couldn't do what you could do because it was too big. But if they were to do one extra thing a day, instead of going from 10 cars a month, they could have sold 15 or 12, but they didn't do that extra one thing. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I did a lot of extra things. <laughs> uh, you know, that's why I'm not a big fan. A lot of people, you know, in the business say, this is a very simple business. It's not very simple. No. No. It's changing every day. And you need to analyze it. You need to uh, 
uh, you know, track your uh, your uh, performance all the time. Mm -hmm. Test uh, everything because it's not a simple business. If it was that simple, you know, a lot of people uh, would be still in it. Well, well, it, it it is simple for the ones that want to make little to no money. Yeah. But for folks like you and I that see this as a retirement <laughs> fund, yeah. um, I don't look at myself as working at a dealership. I look at myself as being a partner of the dealership in which they give me freedom to learn and put programs in place. And I can make an income from that because I'm the, I'm the digital marketing. I'm the chief digital um, officer here. So I pretty much handle the training for social media, for digital marketing set up the programs and everything in nature but in my mind this is a I call it a, a entrepreneur I'm inside of a business but I'm an entrepreneur so I treat this like it's my business just like you you don't even have to tell me but I know you've invested in your your, your, your own personal business I know you spend money on um, training and marketing I know you spend money on tools and programs and software that your dealership may not have but you don't look at it as I'm wasting money you look this is a way for me to grow my business inside of a business. And that's the difference between someone that will sell 10 cars a month and someone that will sell 30 or 40 cars a month. They take ownership of it and they create their own business inside of a business, an entrepreneur at a dealership. Yeah, and that's, it's a great opportunity because a dealership technically gives you uh, two franchises to represent that mm -hmm. you, don't have to, you don't have to buy in. Yeah. Brand. Yeah. Dealership that's been around. So any other, uh, like if you if you want to open up a dollar store, you got to pay $30,000 for franchise. Yeah. And that's a dollar store. You know? so yeah. That's for merchandise. This is free. <laughs> free. Yeah. Uh, have you noticed for, for those that are that little bit more advanced uh, and they have been doing some ads, uh, have you noticed that... Uh, you know, the results are not as great. Is there another curve that people need to be uh, looking at? Uh, no, it's, it's the fact that the marketing has changed because I'm getting one-cent click, one click videos. I'm getting uh, lead forms. I, I did a campaign not too long ago where we were doing 150 to 300 leads that came through Facebook, and the cost of it was a little bit under... 1500 total. Um, I actually used a program of a friend of mine who actually did another program that I work with that worked well. But I'm, I'm seeing results. It's just that the what's happening is Facebook's like Google AdWords. When Google AdWords first started, it was a low cost. You could get a keyword for, let's say, eight bucks. Let's say Honda. And you wanted to target people that were interested in Hondas, used Hondas. CRVs, whatever, you may charge seven to eight bucks because Google Analytics had a formula. They had, they just didn't give you the highest, highest priced. This would be a perfect example. The highest price, if you, it was three, if it's three people, three businesses, three Honda dealerships, I'm using Honda, three Honda dealerships, and one bid on Honda for $10, and one bid on Honda for 15 and one bid on Honda for $5. Google did not give the highest one that AdWord. What they did is they used a, their own algorithm and they figured out who, when the customer clicked on that Honda name, 
gave them the best information. Well, the website had to be good. The bounce rate had to be where they didn't want bouncing off. So they actually developed that in which they got real good at it. So the better they got at it, the more quality leads started coming into the, to the dealerships. So what Google said was now instead of eight bucks, you see you're getting leads and you're getting sales, it may cost you 15 to 20 bucks. And as a dealership, you will pay that because you can go back and see this person clicked on here and they came in and they bought. That's what happened with Facebook. Facebook originally was just test marking it out because they, they didn't have any, most people thought that Facebook was for teenagers and kids. So they started giving you a low cost of entry to get these leads. And now you're seeing that the big players are now getting results from it. So now the cost is going up. So it's not the fact that the results are going down. It's just that the cost are going up and the people that understand how to do it better are getting better results. I spoke about this at, uh, I'm not going to say the name of the, um, the conference, but I spoke at this three years ago, roughly three years ago, at a conference. And these were gurus in the car industry. And I stood up and I said, what you need to do is you need to post videos about blah, blah, blah. Don't even talk about car business. And then what you need to do is you need to do engagement. I actually had a guru, who I will not say their name, that stood up while I was doing my presentation and basically booed me and said it didn't work. If you go into Facebook now, in their ads campaign, one of the criteria to actually market is engagement. I spoke about this three years ago, and now you see that the best way to actually generate the lowest cost per click and to get a sale is by directing your campaigns around engagement, creating engagement. I'm a, the way I think about Facebook marketing and marketing in general is different than most people in the car industry, not in the digital marketing world, but in the car industry. Most of them think, I'm going to put out an ad, or I'm going to put out a special, or I'm going to put out a discount. Forget that. What you want to do is you want to create your own media. Let me say it again. Just like you have code.tv, media. Your goal of Facebook or digital marketing is to create your own media. When I say own, I'm talking about O-W-N, that you own. Your page is your own media. So you do these ads on where you may have, like yesterday, I put the um, car chase. There was a car chase in Los, or, or California. I just posted that. reason why I'm posting that is I want to get people to come to my page that engage. I did a crispy clean donut when the Carolina Panthers won in which I had like 300 comments. I had people engaging on it. So then what I do is I take those people that engage and I send them ads. They look at it as a, my media, my Facebook, my Twitter, my LinkedIn, whatever it is, is a form of content. And byproduct is the ads where most people look at their Facebook and all they want to do is put ads and put a car on there and everything of the nature and they don't have any engagement. So the key way to look at this is that your digital marketing is your own O-W-N-E-D media. Media that you own that you don't go pay the newspaper, the TV, the radio station to go get because you've got your own engaged fans that are actually watching your stuff. 
Hey, Velko here, the professional problem solver. I want to talk to you about a great opportunity for you to master your future. The steps to the sale is the most relevant sales training in today's market, teaching you everything you need to get to that six-figure income and achieve your life goals. Take it for a test drive using the link below. I know you will learn something you never knew before in just these free lessons. You deserve success, and by sharpening your mind on the steps to the sale, you will achieve it. And hey, if you have any questions about anything you hear today, just shoot me an email, velco at velcosalestraining.com. I promise to get back to you. How do you, how do you actually uh, send it to these people? How do you target these particular people? How do you get their information? Well, in Facebook, there's, there's different, um, number one, if you're, a dis, if you're a dealer or a salesperson, you have a list, an email list, you can actually upload that into your, your Facebook um, audience. So if you got 10,000 or 5,000 people in an email list, a CSV file, you upload it in there, and then what Facebook will do is it would actually, it takes about 20, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, depending on how big the file is, and they will actually read it and they will take that email address that's on your, um, your file and they'll scan it to see if they're on Facebook. So now you've got an audience. You've got a built-in audience. So these people know of you. So now when you're marketing to them, you actually are sending it to the people that know you, like you, trust you, or have done business with you, or sending a lead. So you, you're working with the crowd that's already worked with you. That's step number one. Step number two is that Facebook has this thing called like audiences. So now you've got the audience that you uploaded, but then you can say, Facebook, what I want you to do is these are the people I know that know me, create a like audience and match them with basically the same stuff that my folks already like on Facebook or their marketing and everything of that nature. So now instead of having maybe a thousand people that you can target. You now have a thousand that came from your, your CSV file, and now you got 5,000 that are similar to these folks that are now in your create like audience. Now you got 6,000 people that you can send content to. And what's going to happen is once you start sending contact, content to these people, they're going to start engaging, and then you can start marketing to their friends and family. There's a great guy by the name of um, Joe Girard. Yeah. The number one salesperson in the world. And I studied this stuff when it, it was VHS tapes. And I, the one thing, this was really my mindset on digital marketing. Joe Girard went to a funeral and he went to a wedding and he saw basically the same amount of people. And he asked the funeral director roughly how many people come to a funeral. He said 250. He went to the wedding planner and said, how many people used to come to a wedding? He said 250. Back then, before digital, it was 250 people. But with digital, you're probably looking at 2,500 to 25,000 people. So even with that thousand that I mentioned to your friends and family that are in your, your, your audience from your CSV, then your 5,000 to create like audience, if you combine those two and then look at the people that know them, that know them, that know them, that's where you start creating your engagement. So you start small email list, upload it into the audience, create like audience, send content, then put a little ad. I would tell you to send four times the content to one ad. So if you like Jeeps, if you're selling Jeeps, find an article about Jeeps, about what's going on, things of that nature. Send that stuff out. Then you send out an ad with just you, a video. That's the other thing is, use more video than anything else. 
do your video of, hey, this is Velco. Just want to let you know we just got this new blah, 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 come in, blah, 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 blah. But you're not targeting to everybody. You're targeting to people that you've been sending stuff to that now know you. So then they get the ad. They don't consider an ad. It's just Velco. Yeah, that's uh, that's nice. And uh, uh, exactly where do you dump the CSV file? Inside of Facebook. When you go into Facebook, and let's say, for example, you go to uh, um, create an ad. So you can go to create ads. And right here, if you hover over this, Ads Manager, and then once you click on that, you go down here where you see where it says Audiences? Yeah. Let me go back. So click over here, Audiences, and then right here, Create Ads, I mean Create Audience, Custom Audience, custom file and you just take it how do you want to add customers to this audience choose a file or copy and paste so if I wanted to just do my CSV I click there then I drag and drop the file here or I upload it so once you've done that it takes about 20 30 minutes or so and then what Facebook will do is they will actually um, give you a list I can show you for example some of the audiences that I click because most of the audiences that I have I've created like this one right here this was an audience I created from some folks that are watching our videos on Facebook this I call this a five thousand dollar ticket because it was a contest I ran a, a Facebook ads campaign targeted to people that are in my market so I not only do this for folks that I have their email address to but people that engage on my page to people that actually engaged on our page. So I did a contest, and from there, I now have 70,000 people that are in my market that I can market to, and this was just created 1220. And the great thing about this is that it grows, because Facebook is always reading. Engaged posts. This was a one post that I had created, and I actually target those people that engaged in it. So now I can actually go in and I can send them. They, they watched our stuff. So now I can send them marketing materials, lookalike audience. This is the one that I just mentioned to you. So this was the video that I created for a contest for folks that like Carolina Panthers and Falcons during a contest we were running where you can win a pair of Panthers tickets. So from this, about 100, over 100,000 people watched the videos. And then I went and I created a like audience, which bought it up to two million. With those numbers, men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie. Out of over two million people in my market in a, a distance that I had, there's at least one person is going to buy a car. <laughs> oh, yeah. at, at least I'm going one very low because there's more than one. Because the thing that people fail to realize, and I hear this all the time, because when I was doing a training one time before, the person said, well, you're marketing to people that just clicking on stuff that want a, a, a free ticket or want a free prize or something in nature. And I, I, I didn't say anything to them at that time, but I think 
I was thinking, well, who else am I going to market to besides people? Because you, sometimes you don't know when a person's car is going to go out. You don't know if they were talking to their wife last night at the kitchen table and their vehicle got 98,000 miles on it. And they know that when it hits 100,000 miles that it's going to uh, cost them money. You don't know that. So if I market to everyone and then I'm sending them content and then when that night when their car breaks down and while they're sitting at the side of the road, they're on their phone and they're looking at my page and it says, um, inbox me now if you're in need for a car. I hit them at the perfect time. So it's about engagement. You never know when a person's, that's, if that's the case that you're going by, that I'm sending out free stuff in every direct, every direct mail campaign, every prepaid uh, credit card campaign that's ever been sent out of the mail should have never been sent. That's right. So don't think like that. What you're doing is you're creating, you're creating your own network, your own media, so that instead of paying CBS, NBC, ABC to market, because that's all they do, you never go, when you go to an advertising, when a, a, a buyer comes in to sell you TV, radio, newspaper, no one ever asks this question. So out of all the people that are watching your TV, how many are going to buy a car next day or two? They don't ask that. They ask, how many viewers do you have? How many people watch your, your TV station? Which ones watch it, what time, and how many? That's the only thing they ask. Now, you or the, the dealership can have the same thing that for hundreds of years, big corporations have had, TV, radio, newspaper, the opportunity to create owned media and then send paid advertising to it. But instead of you paying the third person party, you're actually using your own media to advertise your own content and advertise. It's the beautiful thing. <laughs> it's the greatest thing in the world. It is. But that, but that right there, like I said, just to show you, that's actually an engagement. And to show you what I was speaking about engagement, you can go here to create audience, custom audience, engagement on Facebook. I didn't know Facebook was going to come out with a custom audience for this, but I just knew that I got more results when I engage with customers. So with this, you can go on here, engagement on Facebook, and my, my lead form of marketing is video. So I can go on the video. I can choose people that watch one of my videos for three seconds, and then I'm going to choose the video. So I'm going to go to my Brian Honda site. So this is my dealership site, fan page. So I just did a video on hiring outside sales consultant. I got 537 views for that. I just did this video yesterday for my salesperson, confession from a car salesman. I got 2,924 people that viewed that video. So I'm going to go here and I'm going to click on this and then I'm going to confirm it and then I'm going to put the name confession of car sales person. And then I hit create audience. And then what I want to do is I want to create a custom audience, create an uh, expand your audience. And I'm going to do now, this right here, to kind of give a little hint, it doesn't matter that you have to put United States because then you can dive down into your own zip code. 
because it's going to give you like 2 million people. And you don't want to, if you're a dealership in one part of the country, you don't want to advertise the one all, you could, but you don't want to spend the bulk of your money there. But what this does is, and I'll bring it out, so about 2 million is good. When you actually create the audience, you can actually zoom into specific areas like 100 miles, 200 miles, whatever that nature. So as you can see, I just created that. So Facebook is telling me it's populating. And it says we're finding people who fit your audience criteria. You can start running ads with this audience right away, but be aware that your audience size will increase as the audience is populated. So I'm having Facebook take all those people that looked at that video that I had on my salesperson yesterday. This was not, this is real time. This is a great thing about digital marketing is real time. I don't have to wait to the end of the month for my, my agency to come in and tell me, or the end of the week to tell me, well, this worked and that worked. I can look hour by hour and day by day to see what's working. So I just did that. So it's what's brutal, you can right away. If you get a if you get a really nice video that gets you know fifty thousand hits, then that's a that's a whole different level. You can ride that wave because the analytics are instant. Reason I'm glad you said it. Myself person because I tagged him on this the one that did the video I tagged him and I took his contact information because unlike the guys that fired me I understand that I could care less where the sale comes from if I'm a manager I get paid off the whole dealership so the more sales that come in the better it is for me so I tagged the salesperson with his bot his Facebook messenger bot which we created and which later on I could tell you about that at another time but I helped him create his Facebook messenger bot then I put his um, cell phone number in the commercial. He called me at 8.30, and I can show, I ain't gonna pull up the text, but at 8.30 that night, and I started running the campaign about 6 p.m. yesterday, 8.30, he called me all excited. He was like, Rico, I just had a young lady call me, and she spoke to me for 10 minutes because she saw my video. Well, before I went to bed, I grabbed my little iPhone, and I went to my, and this is another thing if you're running Facebook ads, I went and I downloaded, I went to my apps, my Facebook uh, ads app, and I just increased it by 10 bucks. I had spent 10 bucks, but I added another 10 bucks to it. So this right here, there's 2,000 folks that actually watched the video. At the time when I did it, this morning when I checked, I had spent a total of about 17 bucks. $17. And that, oh, I'm sorry, I spent $15.47 to get uh, reached over right at 3,000 people and post engagement over 1,300 for $15. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad at all. No. And, and then I can afford a budget like that. Oh, all you have to do is spend $10 a day with the right plan and if you understand how to do it all you have to spend is ten dollars a day to generate a well above average income from leads that generate into sales ten dollars a day so as a salesperson is is a three hundred dollar commitment which is like uh, yeah one deal. yeah it can dominate you can kill it 
Hey, Velko here. Listen, we have been talking about some amazing selling tips and tricks, but if you want to know more about anything we've been discussing, you should check out the Steps to the Sell. It's the most relevant sales training in the market today. The ultimate process for creating raving fans and brand advocates. So click on the link below and join me in the Steps to the Sell. Master your future. Never take another fresh up. Or hey, if you have a specific question, just shoot me an email at velko at v-e-l-k-o salestraining.com. Well, uh, thank you so much for your time. Is there any other tips that you want to add, you want to share, uh, maybe advice for, uh, you know, for our audience? We have general managers watching, people from other industries, not just the automotive. Well, I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could plug myself. <laughs> I'm asking first before I say, I don't know if I can plug some of my stuff, that, some of my training. Okay. Well, actually, I, like I said, I actually am a certified digital marketer training, and I've got um, several programs that are really kicking off uh, this year that are specifically for folks such as yourself and myself that want to use proven techniques. So I go more into depth on this. Like, for example, I have one program that was I, I learned from um, a guy by the name of Ezra Firestone, who's an e-commerce genius in which I train on e-commerce. Um, there's another one that I train on Google Analytics so you can understand Google Analytics. And these are 12-week um, classes that you would actually uh, have some information on. So I'm releasing that uh, probably within the next 30 to 60 days. So if anyone is interested, they can always find me on LinkedIn. Uh, I got a lot of uh, followers on LinkedIn. You can look for Rico, R-I-C-O, Glover, G-L-O-V-E-R, LinkedIn. Or you can find me on my, my Facebook page, which my uh, – Facebook page is Rico Glover, and then you can also find my marketing company, Marketing Disruptors, also on uh, on Facebook. But um, just, just learning, you, you you've got to train yourself. There's a, a a huge opportunity for individuals and dealerships to really maximize this digital boom. But the key thing is, you can't think the way you can't think like a blockbuster in a Netflix world. And for some folks. We know what Blockbuster is, but some young folks, they like Blockbuster. What is that, a movie? Blockbuster was before Netflix and was the king and thought they would always be the king, and Netflix killed them. So don't be a Blockbuster in a Netflix world. Yeah, yeah, that's a great uh, great end. Uh, always think like the guy from Netflix did. You know, mm -hmm. Out of uh, obscurity. He uh, he's now worth billions of dollars. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I appreciate you reaching out to me, Velko. That, that you, I talk about you all the time. I, I think at least once a month I talk to my salespeople about you, especially taking pictures. One thing that you touched on my heart was how you take your pictures of everyone in your customers and keep that, and then they drive around with it. And at least once a month I tell a salesperson, because we had a program where they, we do it for free, and I still can't get some of them to do it. And I was like, this guy Velco has made money from just a picture from a customer and they ride around with it. They keep it on there. Or I've told them a lot of the time where you actually customize the delivery process where when they come out, you get the rag, you wipe down the steering wheel and you're like, you're the first person to fingerprints now that are going to be touching that. So I learned, you've got, people got to understand, they got to marry the um, tech world with the real world because there's no such thing. People always talk about uh, B2B and B2C. 
There's no such thing as B2B and B2C. There's no such thing. It's H to H. No computer buys another program from another computer unless one person on one end and one person on the other end push the button. It's always H to H, human to human. We use the technology to actually make it a little quicker and a little faster, but there's no such thing as B2B or B2C. It's all H to human to human. And when we understand that, it makes your life so much easier. So I appreciate all the stuff. I've learned a lot of stuff from you. You probably made me an extra ten to fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> so I appreciate you. <laughs> well, I like to think that you made me a lot more than that, uh, Rico. I've learned uh, a ton from you, and uh, you. you're absolutely right um, about what you just said. Appreciate that. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, uh, I was just wondering if a dealership or organization wants to hire you for uh, maybe just do a more of a like a couple days seminar or even um, in-house training. Yes. Is that possible? Oh yeah, that's one of the reasons why my why I, I like I said I'm a certified digital marketing trainer, so I actually go in and I can consult and see your loopholes, see what you need. And then my key thing is not to be your person that does it. I want to train your people inside inside your business. So just like I showed you where this right here was done last night, you don't have to call up your agency, but you got someone in-house that knows how to read that. I'll back them up and help them, but I want in-house. The rise of the digital marketing team is right now in not just the car business, but across the all industry so definitely definitely just hit me up on facebook or linkedin and i can definitely um give some information on that yeah i really like what you said about uh, h2h uh, and mm -hmm. it's a good finish uh, to our conversation and the more people get away from that h2h the more they try to, to be you know uh business um, mm -hmm. the more irrelevant they become in today's world. exactly exactly People are exactly. desperate for uh, pure attention. People are desperate for interactions. You exactly. Know, life behind technology, and we talk about technology like it's a bad thing. It's just part of life. But exactly. To meet the relationship with others. And yeah. Nothing can replace that. Yeah. That's still the most powerful. Love is still the most powerful. <laughs> exactly. 